And I keep all of this Next to the salary Ah, Yang ni staff suka Salary ah, At the end of the year I give them a fork And a piece of wagyu also oh. ah, So they can become Stakeholder <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita The podcast So Douglas just sent His wife off to England <laughs> How's the bachelor life? Is it lonely and sad And it's making you Appreciate her more? Uh, yeah let's talk about Something else So <laughs> <laughs> so my wife is in London right now Visiting her sister uh-huh. But on the night before she left uh, oh, She did something very strange you know what? She asked for my opinion <laughs> which, which never happens About what though? Uh, about her packing Because she's usually very good at this But because she didn't travel anywhere For the last three years right Due oh, to the pandemic yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think she's a bit rusty <laughs> But here's the problem Why you ask me? I also never travel <laughs> You went to Kelantan what? A bit different isn't it? <laughs> huh? London and Kelantan <laughs> Although there are similarities, you know. Do you know that as Malaysians, we don't need a visa or a visitor pass to visit England? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So same like Kelantan lah, both also no need pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just focus on your wife asking you packing questions. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So, uh, so she was asking questions that I was not qualified to answer at all. Like for example, uh-huh. hey, should I bring a protein bar on the flight? Uh? <laughs> I was like. Eh, takkan your 14-hour flight no food, right? And she said, oh, no, God lah, but I don't know if it'll be nice. I was like, I also don't know. <laughs> I am not in contact with the caterers of the airline, okay? She doesn't want an answer lah. Most of the time when we ask, we already know what we're going to get or what we want, right? We just want to make you feel included. Oh, for the trip, don't include me, huh? But for the packing one, let's include Douglas. <laughs> And because this was the night before the flight, you know. Oh. So I had to wake up extra early the next morning to send her to the airport. So I don't want to feel included right now. I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> but she'll be gone for three weeks. Just lie on a bit lah. I did lah. But, but by the end, I was answering like some champion expert on everything British, you know. <laughs> Like she was asking these questions like, Oh, do you think I need to bring a second cardigan now? Because you know, it might get colder I was like, nope, no need <laughs> Very confident Yeah, London is going to be a steady 10 degrees till November <laughs> Is it true? Who knows? I just want to go to sleep, man London is never steady anything <laughs> Fly FM. So many people are traveling these days. Mm. Douglas's wife is in London, and of course, like any good partner, she asked Douglas what his opinions are when she was packing. <laughs> and like a typical Douglas, he got annoyed. Yeah, yeah la. <laughs> You ask questions, I don't know how to answer. <laughs> For me, I love packing my suitcase, but I need to like roughly know where I'm going, right? right. How many days we're spending there, mm. what we're gonna do. Then I plan my outfits according to that. But I also overpack a little bit. Like I'll bring different options just in case I feel like you know I want to wear something. Uh, else that day No I also overpack one Because in my head right I'll yeah. be like Okay afternoon I'm going to wear the t-shirts Then at night uh, I will wear the nice nice baju For dinner <laughs> 99% of the time though I will just wear the t-shirt For the entire day <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know yeah. why I still overpack Because it's absolutely Useless one no? <laughs> Fair enough But when I When I overpack It's quite useful Yeah, yeah well no For those rare emergencies lah, right? No Almost all the time all It's the just time. useful Yeah, Because most of the time I travel with my sister right mm-hmm. And my sister always Underpacks. I don't know, maybe because she focuses more on the kids. I don't know, but because I know she's gonna ask me about her outfit, like nice ah, this one, or she's gonna say, "Oh, your baju's so nice. Can I borrow?" I'll always bring extra. So you technically you don't overpack lah. You're just packing for your conniving sister who has learned to exploit the situation. <laughs> but but to be fair, she's big on accessories, so right. she likes those hats and sunglasses. So when we go to the beach, I know for a fact she's gonna bring five different pairs of sunglasses. So that one I'd pinch up from her lah. Five pairs of sunglasses. <laughs> How many pairs of eyes does your sister have, man? Is she a spider? <laughs> 
Fly FM. There's a luxury cruise ship that will allow residents to permanently live at sea for $1 million. Wow, people of Selangor should go on this so they won't complain about water cut anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use sea water like you don't know. I know. Like. <laughs> so this ship will only set sail in 2025 oh. and it'll hold up to 1,000 residents. And the units, right, will range from $1 million homes, like the size wow. of a luxury New York City apartment, to a four-bedroom, two-floor home that can cost up to $8 million. Insane. Yeah, and then the cruise ship, of course, will have like 20 restaurants, don't know how many pools, a bowling alley, and a 10,000 square foot wellness facility. So residents um, also get to go to international destinations like Turkey, Montenegro, and Italy every few years. But this is all very good. However, it's permanent, you know. Yeah. What if you suddenly change your mind, right? Like, what if a few years at sea, then you realise, yeah, I think I'm a bigger fan of land. <laughs> like, then just sell the unit, lah, I guess. I don't know. It's just like owning a property, but like a super expensive one. <laughs> And bills are not included, yeah, by the way. What? According to the brochure, the cost of living on the ship is another $2,000. And then if you suddenly cannot afford what, they push you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no, but seriously, is this something you would consider though, living at sea permanently I don't think so because if I had the money I'd rather buy my own nice sailboat and dock it than travel whenever I want because if on the cruise ship right what if you have a neighbour you don't like <laughs> uh, problem no then you do the half Titanic you know half Titanic what you take the fella to the side of the ship right then you say you jump I jump but you jump first huh? <laughs> But this ship is built already or not? Because you said it was only going to set sail in what? 20 what? 2025. 2025. Yeah, I think it's still in the process of being built. Hey, ask them to better check carefully because I heard uh, there are some mm. ships lah, that we ordered paid eight years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> until now, still not complete, no? <laughs> Fly FM. So there's this cruise ship that's being built for people to live on permanently <laughs> which got us thinking about where we want to live out the rest of our lives. <laughs> apparently, it's something we have to think about in our 20s because, you know, we can save money for it blah 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 hey, so, apparently uh, <laughs> we need to save up to 1 million before we retire yeah, you know? I know I heard that as well don't <laughs> remind me so I think um, I want to live in a house with like a lot of trees surrounding it so inside a jungle yeah but it also needs to be near an equipped town Where? with a good hospital <laughs> and nice shops you just said jungle <laughs> then how you say equipped town it's all imaginary like. can you just shut up let me finish <laughs> <laughs> so I want to be close to my family also and also nice malls and restaurants because what if the ones near my house not nice <laughs> so basically what you want is let me summarize this uh, what you want everything lah <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but no, but the problem in Malaysia, right, is even if you eventually find your perfect home lah uh-huh. in the perfect place, you got everything lah, got a mall next to a jungle, whatever, whatever <laughs> it is, right? These things can actually change without your consent, one, you know? Because uh-huh. when I was growing up, my parents' house in Cheras, it faced the hill with a lot of greenery. Yeah, it was also uh, it was, uh in a cul-de-sac, right? Cul-de-sac, dead end, say dead end, lah, what cul-de-sac? Wow, oh, lucky you don't work in real estate, man. <laughs> You'll be like, ah, yeah, sir, this house is a dead end. Ah. Dead, ah. <laughs> is it low density? Ah? Of course, like, who want to stay in this dead end? <laughs> But as I was saying, my parents' house used to face a hill. So in the morning, it was very cool. We always had sounds of nature. Then there were very playful monkeys who would come out. And it was all very beautiful like, and very serene. Until one day, yeah. they flattened the hill, man. Oh, and you couldn't do anything about it. Like what, stand in front of the tractor? <laughs> No, I don't think so lah Because I mean, we don't own the hill Right You buy yeah. the house You don't buy the The, the things surrounding it uh-huh. But yeah they, they flattened it And they built a row Of triple story bungalows uh-huh. And what's worse was Then they built a school Behind oh, that Oh no Yeah So now still got monkey But in school uniform lah <laughs> <laughs> Fly F Okay, 
okay, everybody calm down. It's time for football updates. Okay, it was a very strange weekend of football because there's something called the Nations League. Nations had, yeah, League. Yeah, I had no idea it existed, but <laughs> apparently, um, countries uh, in I think Europe they are part of this thing called the Nations League. Okay. Uh, and the current champions are France. I had no idea this was happening, you know. So anyway, over the weekend, uh-huh. uh, current champions France they beat Austria 2-0 and oh. speed demon Mbappe scored the goal. However, I checked the table. France are third. What? That means they might even they might not even qualify for the for the playoffs, you know, like for the Kalamati stage because okay. now they're all in the group stages, lah. Right, right, right. Yeah, very, very bad. Oh, Austria is last, lah, so they're out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Germany, who, uh-huh. are, who are one of the teams I support, they lost to Hungary. What? Yeah, Hungary doesn't sound like a football team. It sounds like a state of being in the morning, you know. Hungary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were hungry for the championship. Maybe, man. So Germany are also third in their own group. However, they're not as bad as England. Uh-huh. Who are last? Alamak, <laughs> World Cup cannot. This one so cannot. What lah, England? Yeah, England are last in the group. They lost one zero to Italy uh, over the <laughs> over the weekend, and they they so far they have lost two and they have drawn three. They're hopeless. They've not won a single match. <laughs> uh, Spain also. Uh, one of the teams I support lost to Switzerland. Wow. Uh, Switzerland aren't even known for football. They're known for watches and cheese. <laughs> what is going on? Music, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous, man. Things are, things are going upside down. However, yeah. Portugal. Mm-hmm. Oh, they wet Czech Republic 4-0 lah. Wow. Yeah, uh, Diogo Dalo scored, Bruno Fernandes scored. So, two Manchester United players scored for their team. Oh. Yeah, but for United, cannot score. Two <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think everyone will be very happy because English Premier League football resumes this weekend. Finally! Yeah, so I've got a chant for Brighton because they've been on a break and they're going to play Liverpool. <gasps> a bit scary. However, this is the chant designed specifically to boost our courage. Okay, ready? <laughs> 27-28 Brighton and Hove Albion We can be champions You had a good break Now go be great Ooh. Onwards to number one Then we whack everyone Fly FM So this event broke the Malaysian record For the largest gathering for breakfast So this is your family right? <laughs> No big deal, guys. Just the Ramayas having their roti. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Jom Bersarapan Bersama Setia event that took place on the 17th of September where 3,388 participants across Malaysia, Singapore, Vietnam and Australia as well broke the record for the largest participation in a Malaysia breakfast session simultaneously in the Malaysian Book of Records. Oh. That was a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least the participants uh, were all in a fairly similar time zone. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if there was one group in London? <laughs> Poor fellas have to join us and eat breakfast at 12 midnight. <laughs> That's true. But do you know how people say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? Uh-huh. Ah, do you think so? Well, now yeah lah. But I used to not eat breakfast when I was in school. Because mm-hmm. I had friends who would wake up early and have their bread and their chocolate drink before school on. <laughs> they have to wake up at like, what, 6 o'clock, 6.15? Yeah oh, what is this nonsense, right? I have to be at school at 7.15. I'd wake up at 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> No. See, that's why I see Kecik, kecik, no eat breakfast uh. Now grow up already uh. I want to eat breakfast So cannot eat uh. I need to drink any stupid protein shakes yeah. <laughs> My problem with uh, breakfast is what, no? what? 
It's it's not a celebration. Uh. It's not like lunch, you know, or dinner where you can look forward to it. Uh-huh. Breakfast is like something you just need to get done and get it out of the way. <laughs> Correct? Uh? Like no nobody goes, Oh, I'm so excited for my breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> I can't wait to have my oats. <laughs> right? I did a I did a show once, you know, where we would go to various breakfast spots and then interview people, uh, oh. ask them about, you know, what they think about the breakfast. It was so hard <laughs> to find anyone who was enthusiastic. You, you go there, you ask them, Sir, you no know, ma'am, why do you come here for breakfast? And they would just look at you with a face that just woke up yeah. and say like, uh, why come here? Because my office next door. Like, that was it. That was it. Yeah, we did something similar at a coffee place and we had to interview them while they were lining up for their coffee. Mm. Like at 7am in the morning, you know. It was so bad because these people don't want to be talked to. They're like, just shut up and let me have my coffee first. Okay, don't talk to me. Yeah. But... I guess, I don't know, well done on this record. I'm sure all of us are very proud of it. Uh, <laughs> so genuine. No, but I think, can you imagine, right, if 3,000 people uh, were actually at one place for breakfast, not oh, spread sh- out in, in four countries, yeah. if they were like all at one giant mama stall, yeah. the poor Anne, uh, <laughs> how to remember 3,000 orders, you know, oh, they'd be like, okay, okay, say repeat, huh? okay, 2,000 roti telur, 2,000 roti satu French, siapa orang ni? French toast, bodoh, ya. <laughs> Fly FM. So a job ad for a personal assistant goes viral for being too demanding. Ayo, that's Sri Vida again. Similar, a PA to a global digital assets exchange CEO apparently. Wow. But the PA's job description, uh, they'd have to uh, arrange three meals every day. Okay. They have to arrange daily exercise and meditation for the CEO. <laughs> okay. Make sure the vitamin supplements and fruits are taken daily. Make sure the CEO sleeps on time, does their laundry, cannot have a permanent place of residence because they have to live with the CEO. Yeah. And they cannot have family or personal commitments. It has sounds like the first doing for a mother. La. <laughs> <laughs> what PA is personal amma? Is it? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, this company is based in Singapore, but isn't this like normal for New Yorkers? Like they have to get their coffee, la, follow them everywhere. Calm the boss down, say like, here's your green latte, sir. Uh, yeah, and you and you made this assumption because you watch Devil Wears Prada, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it does not happen this way normally in real life. Yeah. But no, PAs are only for office hours one. And no, and they certainly cannot restrict your personal life. La. Like what is this? Must live with CEO, la. cannot have family commitments. You know, in the yeah. US, they will take action because the workers union quite strong one. No. Oh yeah, that's true. I heard uh. about that. Did you ever have a PA? Yes, this was some time ago because for about, okay, for about four to five years, my brother mm-hmm. was oh. my manager stroke PA. Okay. Yeah. So he would follow me to the comedy gigs and <laughs> sometimes he would do sound check for me if I was lazy. <laughs> So no, diva. No, because we have the same sounding voice. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people cannot tell us apart if you're on a call. That's yeah. so weird. Then he will also ensure that my performance goes as smoothly as possible. So he uh-huh. will liaise with the hotel to make sure no food comes out during my show. Okay. Uh, he will also collect payment after the show. And he, he's quite good at that because he's a big fuller. No? <laughs> so, so people will be scared. Be like, oh, okay, okay here's, a, here's a check for Douglas Lee. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, but now, now no more. Now he's, he's doing other things already. Yeah, I heard he couldn't stand the boss. <laughs> Hey, but still, uh, there are better ways to complain, you know? No need to go and bypass HR and go straight to my mother. <laughs> Fly FM. We're talking business things and thought the perfect person to come in and give his expert advice, Corporate Consultant Wan. Hello, Wan. Hello, Tuan Tuan, Puan Puan, Boss Boss, Manager Manager, CEO, CEICIA. CEU, CE me. I am Corporate Consultant Wan. You know, uh-huh. I used to be a chef, lah, but because I'm so multi-talented. Kan, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I also advise all these top corporate people in their new offices yang tinggi-tinggi melampau you know oh. uh, one day the lift rosak pada muka semua 
But anyway lah kan Working in the office And working as a chef Is very similar you know? Really? Uh, ada sekali One action action Corporate figure He told me now, he said, We in the office We have many meetings You know You don't understand You work in the kitchen You don't have meetings I nearly take my pestle mortar And tumbuh his stupid face Because no In the kitchen Right We have beef Duck Chicken Buffalo Oh okay What is that? That is all meat things. Betul tak? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the kitchen, we have more than that. You know, we have vegetable things, fruit things. Uh, and sometimes, it's the ingredient come from the black market, stranger things. Ah, <laughs> uh, So, don't pelekeh us kitchen people. You understand? Right. Uh, nah, tersedar tak sedar. Realize not realize. Culinary items are always used in the corporate lingo. You know, see, last time. Really? Uh, money is apa? Money. That's all. But okay. nowadays, bukan main banyak dia punya culinary slang. Show me the dough. Uh. Oh. Uh, let's make that cheddar lah. Uh, give me my bread lah. Hello, I cannot give you. <laughs> Like I need all to make a sandwich <laughs> Masa pandemic was even worse You know All my jagung kena rembat For them to make the corn call oh. yeah. And then What presentation guna apa? Pie chart uh, To discuss what? Stock Eh by the way I heard this year Chicken stock is going up ah, huh? Some insider trading for you yeah. <laughs> Apa? Huh? You think only those Financial wolf of Wall Street people Look at the markets Is it please lah sayang? We chefs have been looking At the market for centuries lah Fish market Wet market Night market Supermarket Okay <laughs> wow. Enough of complaining mm-hmm. Many HR people Have asked me what to do do lah because their staff asyik nak leave. Oh. Yeah, so I tell them it's better you prepare more leave than not enough. Because like my restaurant, we have many type of leave for the staff: unpaid leave, sick leave, curry leave, mm. lime leave. You know, and I keep all of this next to the salary. Ah, yang ni staff suka salary. Ah, at the end of the year, I give them a fork <laughs> and a piece of wagyu also. Oh. Ah, so they can become stakeholder. <laughs> okay, so all this while we have been talking about what HR kan? Yes. But do you realize one important thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. what is HR Human Resource kan Yes Who you think make the sauce It's yeah. me darling <laughs> Anyway thank you for your time lah I have to go and prepare okay. Some kacang peace now uh, huh? Because they, I've been asked To attend a company funeral And oh. they want him to rest in peace Oh dear Okay thank you Wan Fly so the entire week Last week If you've been following our story You know this right My boyfriend had a very serious conversation With my parents At church At church <laughs> I tried to chuchot them And I found out some parties Were lying about the conversation <laughs> And then Jonathan was going through my jewellery I think to look for You know a ring to measure my ring size To buy mm. me one And we also had a very romantic Anniversary dinner over the weekend Okay so enough of Last week on Fly FM <laughs> Are you going to tell us uh, Reveal to us What's mm. your latest status Okay, so here's what happened um, He came over to my house after brunch mm-hmm. To get ready for the anniversary dinner And while I was getting ready Halfway, uh, he was like Okay, I think I want to give you Your anniversary present now Okay I was like, now? I'm like, how are you getting ready? My eyeliner only one side <laughs> I look like one fool at it So I was like, okay, fine He said, set the camera up And close your eyes Don't peek, uh, don't peek So I, I did I set the camera Closed my eyes And <laughs> And then when I opened it It was a car <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm kidding. When I opened it, he was on one knee with a ring um. in his hand. <laughs> I know. I was like, "Are you serious?" And he started talking, like confessing his love to me. Right? I said, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" Because my camera was only facing me. So <laughs> I had to turn my camera Face him also Went back to him And said okay please continue Actually I happen to have A recording of that You do? Mm. Did you get it from Jonathan? No I got my own camera Hidden in your apartment <laughs> Of course not lah <laughs> Just just play it Okay I know this is a far throw From a hidden paradise What? Whoever you are in the world That's where I belong Juanita, David, Ramaya <laughs> Will you marry me? 
make me the happiest man in this world. Congratulations. Thank you. I am officially engaged. <laughs> we are going to talk to Jonathan after this. But before that, I think I want to give your parents a call to ask them what they, you know, what they think about you, what they think about him, Alamak. what they think about the whole <laughs> impending marriage. Meanwhile, I am going to start saving up for Ang Pao already. Fly FM. So I have been waiting my whole life for this moment. <laughs> and congratulations. You are engaged. I am engaged. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to call our parents. They're on the phone right now to see how Our they, parents. Well, no, my, don't, don't call my, my parents. <laughs> <laughs> We're calling my parents, my papa and mommy, uh, who's on the phone now to see how they feel about this. Hello. Hi, Pa. Okay. Hi, sir. Douglas Lim here together with Juanita. <laughs> yeah, Douglas, Hi. how are you doing? Hello, auntie. Hi, hi. I'm, I'm okay. My first question, auntie and uncle, is we know that Jonathan spoke to you all about this prior to uh, popping the question. How hard was it to keep the secret from Juanita? Because she's a very nosy person, correct? <laughs> yes, you're right. So nosy. <laughs> Rolling. Me and my husband. Actually, Jonathan came to us and then came to me. He said, I'd like to talk to you. So we were in a private place, but not so private. It was right in the church itself. Okay. So Nita, Nita saw me and him talking. So after that, she didn't stop. La. She kept wanting to know what, what, what did he say? What did he say? Kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. It just went on And so we had to try to keep it a secret I mean, this is his proposal, not ours Correct, yeah So we just left it as such But, you know, she kept probing uh, Trying to get something on, you know So, I, uh, yeah, I, I've heard all about uh, the, the efforts but, but you guys put up a very brave front You stood united as a family And denied all information Which I think was very, very good uh, But now it's time for sharing, I guess This is Juanita getting married uh, She is, I believe, your last kid to be married Yes, yes, he's the, the final one. So, auntie and uncle, what does it feel like to have your final kid get married? Oh, such a joy. <laughs> Over the moon. That's how the mother feels. Me, you're also, you know, full of joy. Finally, <laughs> finally, kind of thing. Did That's you Did you think Juanita was going to get married sooner, though? Or, or do you think this is, a, this is the nice time, it's the right time? Nice time, right time. I hope they won't, won't wait too long. <laughs> No, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, you know. In fact, I, I wanted her to get married much earlier, you know, but anyway. Okay, no, I know. He's fine anyway. <laughs> it's the right time, no, la, the no, right wait. person, the right time. Like, this is, leads very well to my next question. How do you, okay, can be completely honest here, auntie and uncle, how do you actually feel about this Jonathan Fleur? It's a nice chat. He's kind and uh, very respectful. I think it's the perfect person for Nita. He's absolutely a nice guy, very nice guy. So we, we like him, you know. The moment we met him and the way he spoke and the way he showed respect. Nice, nice, nice to hear. Now, I know you and uh, and auntie have been married for what, over 40 years? Is it 50 years? 44. years. What advice uh, would you have for Jonathan and uh, Juanita? Be happy and love each other for a long, long time. My advice would basically be towards Jonathan, you know, because Nita, she knows what she's supposed to do. But with Jonathan, I would just say, you know, always Jonathan, use, it's just these two words, yes, dear. 
I agree. So also, also, I think it's it's very it's a very clever move to give the advice to Jonathan and not Juanita because she never listened to an uncle. You, you are absolutely right. Absolutely. Okay, enough of this outing me live on our radio. We're going to talk to Jonathan next. Yes, I want to hear it from the man himself. My fiance. Fly FM. At last, my lonely days are over. All the when you're getting married questions also are over. Thank yeah. God. No more looking at other people getting engaged on Instagram and feeling I so won because it's finally happening with the right person. I'm engaged. Yes, and I have uh, him on the line right now because I want to ask him. So many questions. I got a list of questions the size of my pants. Yeah. So Jonathan's on the phone. Hi, John. Hey, morning. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. First of all, congratulations. Woo. Hi, thank fiance. You, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm engaged. Yes, 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 yes. You are. Uh, our friend came into the studio today with a ring the size of uh, Timbuktu, <laughs> shining in, into my eyes and everyone who would watch. So uh, I, I think what I, I would like to know, and also a lot of people here listening, when did you think you wanted to marry Juanita? Like when? When was it that uh, you were like, okay, I think this is the right girl. Day la. one lah. Yeah, please lah. <laughs> um, honestly, it was probably around like April, May of this year. How long so have you been dating? Don't right? ask me the moment though. It was just like at that time it was like, okay, I know this is this is this is it. It's for real. That means you're dating for oh. quite a while, dear. Yeah? About, about six months, seven months. Yeah, something like that. Because you know, like in a when you're going to be a long-term partnership, right? There's going to be give and take. There's going to be times you disagree and stuff like that. But let's focus on the good parts. How do you <laughs> think uh, you complement one another? I think that we're both kind of similar in certain really important ways, right? We work in similar lines of work. We like to talk to people. We're communicators, but we we're communicators in different ways. Like she's out there in radio. I write for a living. I go out there and I talk to loads of people at a party. She does more one-to-ones. Okay. So, like in a way, we kind of like I would say we we help each other grow because we we speak the same language, but in different ways, Anila. Yeah, in different ways. Oh, so eloquent, like, you boy. boy. <laughs> oh, you're making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> this next question, also, I find because Juanita told me that you are an only child. Is it, uh, Jonathan? That's right. Juanita's family is super huge, big. I'm sure you've met. <laughs> Isn't it scary marrying into such a, a huge family? Of course not. Eh? Oh! Yes. <laughs> Juanita, you know that your family is this thing right now, right? <laughs> no. So that's the only They're reason you're saying. Supporters. They are our greatest supporters. They, she has an amazing family around her. And you know what? It was scary when I first met them. It really was. I didn't know how on earth I was going to get to know so many people. Mm. I was used to having two people around me, my mom and my dad. And suddenly, their 20 was really satisfying. But, but, but once, I, well, once I got to know them and I realized how close they are as a family, like, it, it was just another reason why, why it was right. No, also, I heard you made a lot of the effort. Like, you yeah. didn't just, like, go there and expected the family to come and say, Hi, do you went out there? Because I spoke to the parents as well before that so like you went out to, to make an effort to, to get to know each each of them right well there have been lots of opportunities to, to see them you know on weekends and stuff and I mean it's really important because when, when you have such a big family such a tight knit family it was important that I that I took part luck I think we, we had a lot of these conversations at the start about mm. what was important to us and I made it very clear that 
uh, my Sundays and you know hanging out with my family was important to me. No, yeah, because of couples, so. they become very insular. Like like you know, they were like, okay, no, I I like you. I'm in love with you. I am not buying into the rest of your family. Like <laughs> yeah. they, you know, what I'm saying, I'm. It's not my responsibility to be liked by them. That's sort of a, But yeah. but I think you took a, a very proactive approach and well done, la. Well done. Thanks, Douglas. It sounds like you are suited to the only child. <laughs> oh yes, yes I am. <laughs> Everyone has to like me. I don't have to like anybody. <laughs> That's true. Fly FM. So if you're just joining the show and you're just listening, uh, big news! I am engaged. <laughs> yes, we've been talking about it the whole of last week. Yeah, people have been waiting at the edge of their seats over the weekend. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And it finally happened. Juanita is now. Not single anymore. No, <laughs> no, not single anymore. Gonna get married. We have uh, my fiance Jonathan on the phone now. Gonna ask him uh, how he felt about the whole thing, right? So leading up to the proposal, uh, Juanita was being incredibly nosy. She she was trying to find out stuff, code it from her family and all, and everybody <laughs> had to keep it a secret. How nervous were you uh, leading up to the proposal? Huh? I was so nervous. <laughs> 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 I was. And you know what? I kind of gave the game away the previous Sunday, right? Because I was there at church. Yala! You know, it suddenly hit me. Wait a minute, you know. I, I need to ask for permission. What am I going to do it? Oh, yeah, let's just do it in the middle of church service. Just go up to her dad, the pastor, and ask her. You can have a conversation with him. So, obviously, she saw everything. Um, and at that point, I was like, oh, man, you know, this is it. She knows already. But in a way, I guess it was kind of nice. Because in the end, I, I convinced myself like, that it was a nice way to sort of play with her in a way. Because after that, she thought, you know, okay, he's going to propose. So every every moment was like, okay, is this the moment? Is this the moment? <laughs> So, no, so, yeah, you know. Yeah, because uh, you know, she was talking about it. And I was like, I think he's going to propose. No, then I think maybe not lah. No, no, not. He's definitely going to propose. No, then I think maybe not lah. I was like, hey, come on, man, make up your mind. So you know, in the days leading up to our dinner, right? I could already sense that that she thought I was going to propose. Ah. Uh. You know? And it was, that was a lot of pressure, so I was like, you know what, you have to change it up a little bit. You have to do it differently when she's not expecting it. And that's the only way you can have the kind of effect. Because imagine two of us sitting there at dinner, and it's just like, mm, you know, he's uh, inside my salad. Come on, come know, on. Come on. Get on one knee get now. On one knee. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, so good move, man. Yeah, I'm actually quite glad that uh, he asked me earlier as well because we were in a good place. Like, we didn't fight yet. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a bunch of questions for John and I, right? Oh, yes. Just for Jonathan. Okay, so now we're going to play a very simple game. you got a lifetime to know each other, but I'm going to help you get a head start. This okay. game is called Juanita's Choice. I'll name you two things. You have to guess uh, which one is Juanita's Choice. Okay, let's go. Uh. Simple Plan or Christina Aguilera? Which one is Juanita's Choice? Simple Plan. Correct. Oh, no, no, no hesitation That's whatsoever. Easy one, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Second one. Ice cream or chocolate? Huh. Uh, ice cream. Oh. What's the answer? Chocolate. Oh, what? okay. Never mind. Never mind. Next time, go for chocolate ice cream, <laughs> but, bro. But ice- <laughs> <laughs> chocolate ice cream is a win for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Diamond earring or the latest laptop? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be diamond earrings. You see, I told, I actually would would have gone for the laptop because I need a new laptop. I told you, <laughs> but I told Douglas he's gonna guess earrings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because if you if it was the laptop, you would have bought that laptop by now, right? Fair enough. Mm, okay. Also, also, it looks stupid wearing a laptop on your ear, lah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and the last one for for comedy. Uh, this is only for comedy, all right. Bonita's choice. Which one for comedy? Uh, Douglas Lim or Jonathan? Amala. <laughs> <laughs> one person she works with for a few hours days. The other one she's gonna spend the rest of her life with. I have to be comedy with her. So it's Jonathan Case. Oh, I love the. Com- 
confidence Well done man Thanks John I guess I should say Congratulations Yes Congratulations again This is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast Hang out with them Weekday mornings From 6 to 10am On Fly FM